now I'm sure that most of you know the old story about the astronaut who went far out into space and was asked on his return whether he had been to heaven and seen God. And he said yes. He said yes. He said yes. Greetings, ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, and sentient artificial intelligence. Join us on this journey to find the others. Because no matter where we find ourselves in this multiverse, the act of existing is all too familiar. Guys? Mushroom has a tremendous problem solving ability. Herbs are good. I mean, herbs are good for everything. As we look across this great expanse and stare at the stars, we can't help but be reminded these lights, though we're seeing them all at the same time, happened across a multi billion year delta. Some of those fires burned millions of years ago. Some billions, but all of them happen so we can experience them in this one singular moment. They called us scouts. They called us seekers. They called us who's who. But we were destined to question everything. Sounds good. They're just oh, cutting Craig's off and cue Craig, that music Craig, are you good? Up. Oh, you nope, I can't hear him. That is, ladies and gentlemen, we cannot hear Craig. Are you, we got fine. a new board op tonight who's filling in for integrity. Danny, <laughs> Danny, Danny. No, we're good. Um, we don't need Craig. Hey, everybody. Well, Nobody needs me. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you got and you're off camera. I can't be stopped. I got all kinds of stuff here. I can't be stopped. This is Hoosier Sophisticate here on WGNU nine twenty AM. He looks like he's being interviewed by like some like he's at a press he's conference. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on this lovely Friday night, ladies and germs. This one work, this one's working, I think. <laughs> it's working. I just touched his. Yo, <laughs> nope. No, nope. get it out of here. Listen. Steve. What a building. What a week. What a week. What guys. What a week, guys. I feel weird. And I've felt weird for a while. You guys know this about me. Um, I'm just an overall weird guy. Um, but the Blues making it to the Stanley Cup finals, I thought I'd be more emotional. Um, but I realize it really doesn't mean much if we don't win a cup. Okay? So I think it's cup or bust at this point. Even though my dad, uh, you know, I talked to him after almost every game um, during the games with text and stuff. And he's like, we should still have a, 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 a parade if we don't win. And I'm like, we, we can't, can't do, do that. that. I'm like, Come on, Georgie. You're I'm like, we can that. welcome them back at the... Don't talk about my dad. You're like better that. than that, Georgie. <laughs> um, we can we can wel- welcome them back at the airport or something. Say it happens in Boston. Or sure. Um, but that's the only way I'm doing anything like that. Sure. Listen, we've waited long enough. I've waited 35 years. My dad... Uh, just bred me in the blues fires of just the the constant thought of when is the 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 shoe gonna drop? Is that the the ball? Yeah, the shoe gonna drop? Yeah. And this year, I feel the team doesn't uh, uh, represent the city in the way that the city has this. Oh God, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? This team doesn't give up, and. 
I know everyone's excited about the game, and, and tickets are, are $1,500 a piece. And More people, than that. You know, there's buzz. There's a huge buzz in this town right now. And people have talked about it before where it's, it's the relationship with my dad that's happening, you know, like that has happened and that the blues has helped cultivate and these memories that we can share, like uh, Brett Hall says in his video that I've watched 40 times. Do you want to be part of a story that's going to be told for generations to come? Yeah. My son, Ali, nine-year-old, he wants to watch the highlights. I don't like when people talk about me. I want to be forgotten. (laughs) I bet. Don't worry about me. If I did the things that you did on a daily basis, I would want to be forgotten from the annals of history as quick as humanly possible. (laughs) I forget about you. To piggyback off of what you're saying, Steve, do you think the atmosphere in Boston is anything like this? It can't be because they're just like, I hope we get another championship. It would be the third one this year. It would be the third one this year. It would. They said the buzz in Boston right now is they're mad at the Celtics. Oh, because they couldn't get the fort the yep. foursome. Yep, and and I've I've seen on Twitter and that it's idiot like one of, one of ten is from teams I can name. He's from uh, he's from Boston, the Boston area, and I, I hate everything that they stand for. It's just awful. Um, but they they say that they, you know, it's either a championship or nothing here. We, you know, St. Louis is just happy to be there. See, it's either a championship. That's how we run it. I hate the Patriots with a passion. I will soon hate the Boston Bruins with a passion. I Red Sox used to be my favorite team in the American League. I loathe them now. The way they acted after that uh, championship, forget them. I see you, Johnny Damon. Forget that dude, man. I hate him. Um, so And Brad Marchand, guys, remember that name. You will hate. He will be the biggest culprit in St. Louis sports history for a long time. Long time after this final. Mark my words. You gonna be a little chippy? He's the wor- he's the dirtiest player. Would you love him if he was a blue? Seen. No, he, he's an absolute he's just filth a dirt machine. Ball, huh? Yeah, I I'd, I would murder him <laughs> if he was a blue. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. No, but this. The, I mean, they match up well. Boston is pretty dang good. Um, their top line is balls to the wall. Pretty amazing. Um, Pasternak, uh, Marchand. They still have Zadino Chara. He's 40. I think he's 40 or 40. God, he's a monster, he's though. banged up. He's like 7'5 on skates. On skates, yeah, he's huge. He's a monster. Maroon fought him this year. Maroon said, forget it, old man. I'm going to knock your teeth out, friend. Oakville? Exactly. So I think we're tougher. I think Boston, everything that you'll see, the numbers point to Boston. Boston is the favorite. I think they had an easier route to the cup. I think the West plays a big boys game of hockey. I think the East skates around each other a lot. If- yeah, the, the, the series between the Hurricanes and the Bruins, I watched a little bit of that. Those guys went at it. Hurricanes went, were yeah. blasting off oh, on yeah. them. But see, that's the thing. That, that series ended a little early, Steve. They've been resting Sweet. up. They've just been... I think they have 11 days of rest. Would we you rather seven. be on ice or would you rather play a, a hard-fought series and, and have, uh, have a little bit of mojo coming with you? Uh, I always feel uh, like I always feel like you know if you if you play a, a six game now there's something to be said for how tired you are but the NHL does a good job of putting some time in between the start of the series um, but man a team on ice for two weeks just skating they're not playing a game tempo here's the deal for Boston I, the time off helps a bunch of guys have played in Stanley Cup games before I think right. four or five maybe six they've they've been there so they know the week leading up they know all that stuff um, the Blues it helps us. So I think it works different ways for different teams. The Blues winning the series, having some momentum, getting rested up to a point where you might actually heal some of your injuries in six, seven days. Um, and I think, I think this this series, it just it plays out. It's it's the the last time we were in the cup. The Bobby Orr statue outside of their stadium um, is him diving after the Blues after goal. After the right? Blues goal, like there's. Uh, the, the the Red Sox beating the Cardinals for their to end their curse like and I actually read a article today that said the Boston is just the team of destiny and I'm like how That's can hilarious. you possibly even say that I mean I think it was CBS Boston is where sure. I saw the or- yeah. article I'll read all that stuff too I soak up all that but what's awesome is we're gonna go to Truman's on Monday Woo! I don't, don't want to get too fired up for the game and say too much we, we will break down I'll break down everything after this because I I think my words I'm weird I think my words have sim somewhat of an effect on what's going to happen. But not this year. I feel like that's the least I've ever had an effect on. I've stayed with this team. Jenny, I told my dad, I go, in February, our, our, we were playing every other day. And I go, get these boys in a rhythm. If they can blast off some wins. It started a little bit earlier in yeah. January. They kept that rhythm up. And kudos, I want to say Jake Allen, 
Kudos to him for, for being a cheerleader and being a guy who's out on the ice after the games. He's, you've never even heard a word right. about him in the, in the media saying, oh, well, you know, I'm going to get my job back. Or whatever. He had to know, right? Uh, ex- yes. He was getting beat. Yes, and the team gelled. And Guys, just soak it in. That's all I'm saying to everybody. Soak this beautiful, beautiful bliss in, man, because it it's a wild ride right now, but the job is not done. And Craig and I have a little surprise for you. Truman's Monday. What are we going to do for him? Oh, Monday night. So if it, without fail, the St. Louis market, this isn't exclusive to the hockey fan base, but uh, you, you know, watch a, watch a national televised uh, Cardinal game and the NLCS and Joe Buck's calling like, this guy's from St. Louis and he's given all this bias towards whatever team because we were there several years in a row and it was every year without fail. They were like, he never gives St. Louis any love. He loves the other team. But as a nice little thought experiment, go on Twitter the next time you think that uh, an announcer is being biased towards uh, the other team's fan base. If you looked at San Jose Sharks feeds on Twitter, uh, fans feed, they were like, Oh, Pierre Maguire, he can't help but just oil the Blues up and rub their back through this whole series. Like, everybody (laughs) can only hear the bad things that are being said about their city, about their market. St. Louis has that really bad. Pierre Maguire did say he would would rub Joe Thornton down with uh, Momed Kanko massage oil. With CBD, mm. a thousand milligrams. So he did do that. If you go to momedcanco.com and enter Hoso checkout, you get fifteen percent off. But so Steve and I were like, you know what? There's really only one way to combat this. Let's call the game. Yep. We're going to call the game as yep. it's playing. Uh, you're not going to be able to watch it. So so here's the deal. I actually think that we will sync up better with the game than if someone was trying to listen to Curbs or the radio guys, you know, and the game because there's that that huge radio delay in between the action. But I think with our with a stream going and I, I, you're my play-by-play guy yep. i couldn't tell you what happened Craig, name, numbers are. name three guys on the bruins uh besides chara besides chara and marshawn yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be so fun dude. david backus okay okay uh goalie i don't know that clown's name uh <laughs> took a rask yeah, they got like they got some crazy. Name. I was I've been doing anagrams all week. Why? I don't know because it's fun. Because it's fun. I, okay. Did I tell you what uh, David, David Perron's was? Raven Diprod. Raven Diprod. You know what that is? Yeah. Sam Lyons. You just put out the Sam Lyons bad signal. Yeah, is he gonna show like, up? It's the PC way of oh, seeing did. BBC. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I think if we call it, we're gonna have a good time. We're on sensor. Uh, I'll be the name, color guy. You can't do three. Oh, we're not three. moving on. We're not moving on. Uh, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're no, moving no, no, on. no. No, uh, this will be good. This will be really good for the broadcast. Ray Bork, uh, <laughs> Cam Neely, Seabass, Seabass, Seabass with the Boston Bruins. Yes. No, I can't. I can't name them. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure I can name half our team. <laughs> I don't know what numbers these guys are. So that's just gonna be great. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the color guy. Just the drunken color guy. Just adding in, talking about guys mucking it up. Well, you got an eye for it because you'll text me with stuff and say, Shen's looking good. He's going to get one. With your little bit of, of – It's just sports knowledge. It's just athletics hey, thank knowledge. Thank you. You have a little bit of hockey knowledge, but you can branch it out to your other sports. You know when a guy's playing. You know when a guy's a gamer. Oh, you Shen's know, my guy. He's been the guy, man. And if he gets some goals, woo, they start going in front. I know he got a, a nice one in the last game, but – Baby, he's had some chances. Here's the key to the game, though. I heard a stat that uh, Boston gets to high-scoring areas around the slot, around the goal, more than any other team does and keeps other teams Bust out Bust them up. If we own that part of the ice, so watch for that. Watch Bo Meester, watch uh, Gunnarsson, watch Pareko, watch Petrangelo. Watch them uh, <laughs> bite my tongue. Watch them clear that area out. Watch for them to keep that area clear because that's been a detriment. I want to see more of this Thomas kid. Oh baby, Thomas is going to get healed oh, up, yeah. and he's Skate, gonna, he's skating around. Guys. He's going to have I himself see some a more series. Of Thomas. Oh, he's going to have himself Big a series. Thomas. Oh. Are you uh, like a series? Are you willing Thomas. to give a prediction? Nope. I'll give you mine. Oh, okay, here. I'll give you. I'll give you the prediction. Either Bruins real quick, or Blues and a, a lengthier series. Oh, okay. I'm going the other way. So Steve is, and I get this. I respect this because I very much uh, felt the same way. Like when. When the Cardinals need a little rally, I'm putting my hat on backwards. I'm that guy. It's fun. It's how you become a part of the action as a fan. But, you know, Steve's superstitions don't allow him to say things or maybe post things no. on our page. No. I don't have any such superstitions. So anytime you see anything that, that might be a, a prediction or, or somebody talking, uh, running junk, you know, that's me. It's not Steve. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Putting that out in the cosmos. Uh, Blues and five. Better. Blues and five. 
Wow, I like that. Blues it's going to be quick. Five. I, I'd like to see it in four because I think there's there's a bit of poetry uh, yeah. to the 2004 because that. the 2004 Cardinals were the we greatest were the greatest or we baseball lead. team to ever play in my lifetime. They were the, uh, of the, even considering the two World Series teams. I know, I know. That 2004 team was as good as any team. Stacked. Uh, honestly, one of the best teams of the aughts. Or of the 2000s. I mean, in the last You're willing years, to say that? Yeah. Are you willing oh, no to doubt. go out there and say no that? No doubt. And then what happens? Boston wow. comes around, and, and they, they come back on the Yankees, and they sweep us in four. And you yep. could see it. It was yep. a freight yep. train coming down didn't the tracks. We, we, we had a nice little rest, didn't we? We did. Yeah. 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 Uh, did we? No, because we ended up sweeping. Uh, or not sweeping. But we ended up beating uh, uh, New, New York in the uh, oh, was that the Andy Chavez? Oh, wait, 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 was, that, was that 2005? Listen, we don't need to get doesn't into that matter. That's the worst. Point is, Boston came in. They really were an outmatched team. The Cardinals were a better team on paper. Paper don't win championships. Paper don't win championships. <laughs> nope. Nope. So we're so we're gonna win it on in Boston's ice. I'd love game to do five. That. I'd like to do it at home, but uh, Boston won it here. I want to win it on ice. Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon and wasn't that right? Jimmy yeah, that Fallon was the first year that, that, that they awarded home field advantage to the, the All Star team, and the Cardinals yeah. won like 105 games that year. I mean, it wasn't anybody. Well, you know, involved. you want to do it with an exhibition game that sometimes ends in a, in a draw. <laughs> anyway, go Blues! Come out to Truman's. Uh, if you haven't yet uh, seen the most brilliant thing that Steve's put together, you'll hear it a couple times during the commercial break. Uh, we did a little Truman's commercial. They're, no, they're our newest sponsor. You pulled it? And, no, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're going to have a good old time down there. It's Memorial Day. You know, uh, It's kind of a Hoosier holiday. When seven will. against the Strohs, we got on the, on the... There you go. Okay. Man, so that, the, that was a great little rivalry, the Cardinals-Astros. Through the... Was that Brad Lidge year? It was. No, 2005 was, because they ended up going and then losing to the White Sox in the World Series. Stress. Oh, right, man, so that's we, got, that. we got some comments on the old comment line Let's go here. to the comment line. Let's go to Squeege. He's going to read some comments off the comment line. Squeege, you out there? It's Squeege. Um, Jesse Hickman says uh, he can't wait for Monday because we're going to be at Truman's. Um, Kenny, Kenny Zim Zim says once again he'll be at work, but uh, he'll be listening to the game. Then he said, nice plug. I hope I didn't stand up and it popped out for a minute. Um, if the Blues win the Cup, Tower Classic Tattoos is going to be busy because I'm going to need a new tat. My dad and me, my dad told me to call my tattoo guy, told him to get him ready. That's awesome. We, we will get matching totally. tattoos at Tower Classic Tattoo. Totally. Right on. 100 million. Let me ask tattoos. you this. All right, right now you got, you got some statues out front. You talked about Bobby Orr's statue out front of Boston. When the Blues win the Cup this year, who's the guy on this team? That's going to get the big statues. Going to be Tarasenko? Nobody. This is a, a, a 100% team effort. I agree. Our team. I is agree. Going to win but us. is there when you when you look at this generation of players, who's the next guy that's going to get a statue? Uh, I'm not saying as a result of this season. They might do a whole little we, team statue like the like the V Day statue raising the flag. Petrangelo's probably the closest if he plays another five years really? for us. Just because he's a life. Tarasenko. I mean Tarasenko. I mean Tarasenko's been around for a minute. He's got. I mean. He, what is he, 31, 30? 24. It, no, he's got to be older than that. I think he's, no. I think he's 30. Um, he, he might be older than that. He might be like 27. Okay. Um, no, he, is he that young? I couldn't tell you. He signed a six-year deal not too long ago. But Tarasenko's obviously, people love goal scorers. 28. 28. Yeah. So he's got another six years of scoring 30 goals a pop. I mean, they, they don't score goals like they used to. I know. Um, I know. So who's out front right now? you got Federico, you got Hull. Federico Hall and McKinnis. And there's, there, oh, no. McKinnis is out there. Okay. Pareko, if he keeps up at the rate he's going, he will be a St. Louis favorite for years and years. Just and rip years the puck, kid. And Schenner is a total St. Louis type. <laughs> he's my favorite player. Someone on the in the mouth. Uh, if we could have had Ryan O'Reilly his whole career, he's a go getter type, too. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering who's the lifer. You know, uh, who's the lifer that gets a statue? Listen, who will get the MVP of this uh, playoffs will be Schwartzy. <laughs> I mean, two hat tricks is hard to argue with. More yeah. goals in the Binnington, playoffs than he had in the... Binnington has made very timely saves. Rask's numbers are way better, but he has made some of the... Oh, the Bruins goalie? Yes. yes. When, when Couture came down on that breakaway, I think it was 2-1 at that time, or maybe 3-1. It's a game changer. That's a game changer. And he just stands there. As calm as can be, and I, it radiates to the team. Did you see the post-game interviews? Or no, the, the in-between day interviews where Bennington has played with some of the Boston players. Yeah, he played in their farm Providence. club, right? Yeah. 
So they go, hey, one of the reporters goes, hey, man, uh, they probably know a little bit about you. They said that gives them a slight advantage when – was that as a result of whenever we lost our farm club? Like I, we had I believe some guys? so. I don't okay. know. Because he okay. might have been in a different system. I think we drafted him, right? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, Billy Husso was above him, and Billy Husso got hurt, and that's where Bennington came in. Um, but they did uh, – they said, oh, it gives him an advantage. And he goes – he's at the podium, and he's like, oh, I guess. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. And I was like – Maroon loses his stuff. Maroon and Petrangelo laugh every time almost. Dude, yeah, I love it. I love that. He's maybe my he's, favorite he's player. He's got ice water in he's his veins, man. And that's what you need in a goalie. And you know what else they need in their veins? What's that? A little CBD. You know our boy Chris Long? Yeah. Says he did marijuana juice all the all throughout <laughs> the entire. He was, he was shooting up the leaves of the marijuana plant. Up, yeah, he did marijuana juice the entire. No, he juiced it. He made oh. like, like oh. healthy juice out of oh, it. Oh, last but not least, my favorite carrot apple. Oh, that guy the with juice. the eyebrows. Remember that guy used to oh. used to schlep oh. the juicers. Oh God! And he had the crazy eyebrows. Looked like a couple caterpillars. I, do, I remember his head. that guy. But I remember Jack Lalane. Remember oh. that buff old dude? Dude, Jack Lalane oh. swam across the English Channel towing. Like 80 Dude. boats. He shot ropes. On his 80th birthday. He oh, he's still ropes. shooting ropes. Is he alive? Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. Even if he's yeah. dead, yeah. Pump he's immortal. Uh, yeah, I'm pump a mortal. Pump I don't know what we're doing this. Um, uh, but, no, Chris Long. Have you guys seen it in the news? I have. Uh, what? I mean, that guy is the ultimate St. Louis Ram. I love I, He did the Let's Go Blues thing. And he said he did marijuana. Throughout his entire NFL career, Craig, how's that possible with testing? Martellus Bennett said that he it. thought that eighty-nine percent. Was of that a weird players, number to pick? I thought so. Like <laughs> ninety. What did, we're not going to give him ninety. He's like, no. But nine of my buddies, guys. We know cannabis to be. Remember, remember when you were in grade school and they would say cannabis kills your brain cells. Well, it, one joint equals five cigarettes. Remember that blatant, made-up, stupid statistic that yes. had nothing to do with any. It turns out. That cannabis is a neuroprotectant, and for a league that has a serious CTE problem, um, it's probably not a bad idea to load up your gladiators with a little bit of neuroprotectant. Yeah, so, thank you, Chris Long, for once again being the the voice of reason. He was—I'll tell you why I love Chris Long. His body. Uh, he was always he was always a, a great steward of the community while he was here in St. Louis. Yeah, he was. But when all of that rigmarole went down with uh Jesus, with with old with old walmart guy oh yeah he was the one that was like this is bs he called it out on the surface really? oh yeah totally wow. so i not many guys were willing to get out in front and say no call it call it for what it was the league pr- probably had a gag order on the whole deal Ooh, that sounds <laughs> yeah. hot i know I, I know it just jumped i know uh but you know chris long was was Willing to get out in front and, say, and stand up for St. Louis and say, this is nonsense. The fans were great in St. Louis. They're like sitting there, uh, don't smoke this uh, marijuana. That's bad for you. Now get out there and smack your head against another oh, grown hey, man's you know, head you know what's, running you know as fast the, as you can. The, the and then piss yourself comedy. every time you're near a microwave for the rest of your life. And we'll just be like, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with the fact you wore a helmet to work the, every day. The pinnacle they're of They're shooting themselves in the head so they can. Yeah. Or they're shooting themselves in the, the heart. Ch- yeah, so they can. So they have their head examined afterwards. The pinnacle of comedy mm-hmm. is a bunch of. Of I didn't know that. Aged, I think Junior Seau did chilling. That. He did, yeah, a bunch yeah. of guys. Uh, there's been several. Did, did they like several guys? They that, said yes, that's yeah. why study they my that. brain. That's bone chilling. Study my brain. That is bone chilling. I didn't want to ruin it. Uh, to, know, to know what's wrong and have yeah. no control over your yeah. actions still, yep. and go through with that. It's terrifying. And the it's most like martyr, the most hilarious thing in the world is for not not just anybody, not medical professionals or anything, but like these old suits, like Robert Kraft, whatever comprises of the league. Those guys telling NFL players what's good and what isn't good for their body. They are the peak athletes on this planet. They yeah. run faster than anybody. They're stronger than anybody. Why don't you tell me what I can do to make my body perform a little bit better, sir? I run as fast as a freight train, and I hit even harder. Please lecture me on my health decisions. Uh-oh, Coach Craig's coming out right now. Coach Give Craig me a break. Listen, you look like a coach right he's now. He looks like an NFL on. coach that's challenging a play. My grandma no, ran he, a 4 he, like he just lost a challenge. Look at him. Any athletic, any, <laughs> any professional athlete in this world is a paid gladiator. You're going to tell me I'm supposed to care about what they put in their body? Nope. Guess what? Baseball was better when everybody was on yes, roids. It was. it was better. The Guess, exit velo. Just like music. Everybody, Roger Clemens was 49 years old throwing 116 <laughs> miles an hour. Let's pump him up. we got a bunch of Banes out there. Did you there. see Mark Let's McGuire? Let's give him the juice. 
Mark Did Ma- anyone look at him? Mark McGuire <laughs> couldn't at him. fit through the doorway. <laughs> hey, Mark, how you feeling? That back's a little shot, but I'm going to hit a ball to Mexico today. Get out of here. Yeah, People tell me, sport. get out of here. Like, I'm, I have no problem. You know where I'm at on prohibition in general, but when we're talking about paid athletes, let's just th- – these guys are getting paid an obscene I amount got, of money I got three. to entertain us. I let's make th- them the – Peak athletes we can. What do you got? I got three quotes for you. Okay. All right. So he's talking about the, the marijuana use, Chris Long. He goes, in that month or two that you stop, you're going to reach for sleeping pills. You're going to reach for the painkillers. And you're going to reach for a bottle of a little bit more, Long said. If you're serious about players not using, talking about the NFL, you'd be testing more often. I hope they go the opposite direction and kind of realize how arbitrary that one test is. And then it goes on to say, because play, players can beat the test so easily, Long wondered why the NFL even bothers. Um, we should be headed to a place where we allow players to use what I wouldn't even call drugs. It's a far less dangerous. It's far less dangerous than players guzzling a fifth of alcohol and going out after the game. You're never going to read about a guy sitting on the couch and binge watching Game of Thrones. Marijuana use is far less harmful than alcohol. It is far less harmful than tobacco. And at various what? points. In the league's history, they have engaged in partnerships on different levels in those respective industries. Chris Long bringing the truth and presenting, just flopping it on the table for people yeah. and just saying, hey, here it is. Yeah. You want to take a look? Yeah. And they're like, I'm hey, uncomfortable. Like I can't look, look at it. away. That yeah. thing's like a lightning rod. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm attracted to it. So, so Craig. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to... No, I think Chris Long is a voice of, of true reason, and, and it's awesome that he's from St. Louis. It's awesome. Hopefully he can get on board with the movement we got going right now. You know, If I was a cannabis company, I'd be like, boom, hey, uh, Chris Long, you want to be our spokes guy? I mean, David Wells has been doing it for a while, the old pitcher, um, the, the, the crazy uh, blonde-haired guy, Kyle Turley. He's got his own he, band. He's, one of he's the first been guys. on it forever, yep. man. Yep. And it's ridiculous that these players, they're multi, multi, multi-millionaires. They obviously know how to beat a drug test, okay? Like, <laughs> it's just Josh Gordon. That yeah. guy got booted from the league forever. One of the most talented wide receivers in there. Now, multiple offender, but also they found a lot more than pot in the system. But again, I'm going to go back to... Hey, he's still performing at a higher level than all of his know, peers. Man. Let's be serious here. God. Let's be serious. And and who would know that they were using these substances if the league didn't make this big deal about it? Can't handle things in house? Give me that's, a break. That's interesting that the uh, Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that the owners who have substantial investments. Now, the difference is like if this was baseball and guess what? Baseball was not only uh complicit in steroid use throughout the, the late 90s and early aughts, uh, but it was also uh, providing it for all of the players. So uh, they. Larusa didn't know. They, yeah. Oh, just only his players were the guys Larusa that were on it to begin know. with. Yeah. We're going to put all those guys in the Hall of Fame first, and then we're going to act like the greatest baseball players to ever play or don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Give me a break. It's ridiculous. In baseball, money's guaranteed. <laughs> in baseball, money's guaranteed. In football, it's not. If they see hey, an out buddy, in a contract. In life, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah, it, well, <laughs> except for baseball except contracts. For baseball contracts yeah, right. no doubt. So, you know, I mean, it's. I feel like if if the money was guaranteed, you think all of this stuff would be coming out? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. These owners would be like, I've got $38 million yeah. tied up in that steed right there. That's literally <laughs> my cattle. You understand? That is my show pony. I don't care what it's shadow. Yeah. I, why? I don't know. That's like a rich guy thing to do. I just heard Call the word shadow. shadow. Yeah. Look it up. You ever heard the word shadow? Steve, we're up against that. I don't know, quite know what it means, so I'm, I apologize if I have to make let's, some uh, Let's do this. Let's, let's jump to break. I, I had some fun uh, segueing into cannabis there. On the other side of the break, let's have a little bit of cannabis news. Uh, talk about big marijuana, um, the possibility of that being created right now. This is Hoosier Sophisticate. We love that you've decided to join us on this lovely Friday night. Thank you for joining along. Right here on WGNU 920 AM. We'll see you in the side of the break. Roof, roof. You know what that sound is. That's Rufus the Roofing Dog from Lifetime Roofing and Renovation. They're former insurance adjusters. They will fly a drone over your house to check to see if you've had any hail damage. Heck, they'll get up there and tell you themselves. They have an office in Webster Groves, and they're looking to help you out. Lifetime Roofing and Renovation, 314-800-0426. Give them a call. Find them online at lifetimestl.com. Hey girl, where you wanna go? 
don't care, I just love you. Are you hungry? Do you want to get something to eat? I don't care, I'm kind of hungry. Well, what sounds good? Anything sounds good, you pick. How about some Mexican? No, I had that for lunch yesterday. How about we get some Italian food? Yeah. Okay, now you're not saying anything. You're just I just me a want look. something delicious. What does that even mean? I want to sit outside. Applebee's and Applebee's. No Applebee's. I'm not eating Applebee's. Applebee's fries are disgusting. They're gross. I'm not eating Applebee's. I want to go to Truman's. Let's go to Truman's. Place we can all agree upon. Shut up, you idiot. Spiders are found on nearly every continent on the earth. Bugs and arachnids and insects and other little critters are vital to the earth's homeostasis, keeping our planet in balance and making all of our lives better. They are vital, beautiful little creatures. Unless you come in my house, and then I'm calling Rose Extermination. Rose Extermination! Listen, insurance is not something you want to gamble on. Now, what my associate's trying to say is that uh, James Carlton State Farm is really cool. You're not even going to believe it. Like, uh, let's say you're driving along on the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la, patch of ice, can't quite stop, boom, you bump into the guy next to you. James Carlton's got somebody out there ready to take care of you 24-7. You call him at 314-961-4800. Now, here's what happens with the other guy's insurance. You're driving along, kids are in the backseat, Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. Not now, damn it. Ice. You can't stop. Here comes the adjuster. Adjuster gets out. He says, oh, my God. New guy's in the corner puking his guts out. All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. To me, it just doesn't make much sense. Guys, check out carltoninsurance.net, 314-961-4800. If your insurance is costing you a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. Sherman Gillums, Jr., Paralyzed Veterans of America. For more than 70 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America has helped hundreds of thousands of veterans get all the benefits they've earned. Al Kovac, Jr., Paralyzed Veterans of America. We provide one-on-one support tailored to your individual needs, including health care advocacy, benefit support, and career assistance. For more information, call 1-800-424-8200 or visit pva.org. A public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Hey there, Crager. Well, hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Man, I've been pretty good. Well, that's good. Hey, you heard anything about them newfangled hemp oils they got now? I just don't know where to find a good one. Well, I find the best full-spectrum hemp oil from MoMedCanCo.com. Where? I get it from MoMedCanCo.com. Is it expensive? It don't cost two kittens' whiskers. And if you enter HOSO in the promo box, you're going to get yourself 15% off. Buddy, it sounds like we're squatting Tom Cotton. Darn right we are. Where can I find them? 
You can find them online, momedcanco.com, Missouri Medical Cannabis Company. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Hi. Uh, I found a toy dinosaur over on the playground by Smith Street. Uh, it had this phone number on it, and, well, uh, I just wanted to make sure the dinosaur made it back to its little owner. Yeah. Hi. I think I found your kid's stuffed animal near the swing set. Um, just want to call. I'm sure she misses it. I know my son gets super attached to the smallest things, even a fire truck, uh, and I'd be happy to drop it off. The toy was a little muddy, so I cleaned it up, and um, it's good to go whenever you're around. When I found the little sippy cup, I just had to give you a call. It's for a kid, you know? We'd do anything for kids. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. Help end childhood hunger and give all of our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Push away the paperwork and catch up on your sports every day at noon with the Brian Stoll Show. The commissioner of the XFL, Oliver Luck, with us here. I think we can do better than that in St. Louis, quite honestly, uh, just yeah. given you know the passion that exists there and the, you know the demand uh, that I think uh, will exist there, and the fact that I feel really strongly and very confident that we can put a a really good product in the field that folks will say, "Wow, this is this is fun." That's the Brian Stoll Show weekdays at noon on WGNU nine twenty. Sports and entertainment, business and politics, health and wellness, all on WGNU, the talk of St. Louis. The turned on people who seem to set many of today's lifestyles are not the only ones smoking grass, popping bennies, shooting speed, or dropping acid. If they were, the problem would be somewhat less tragic. That Who's a Sophisticated Radio, baby? Presented by Mycelio Media. Streaming live on WGNU920AM.com and Mycelio Media on YouTube. Check it out. Out, out, out. In this kind of dosage, it causes a fantastic speeding up of the mind uh, function so that the person suddenly feels a rush of tremendous numbers of ideas flashing through his mind, and as a matter of fact, with hallucinogenic type overtones. There tends to be a distortion of time. And of course, the person is confused. Person is confused. Person is confused. Person is confused. We're getting weird with Stephen Craig. This is Who's the Sophisticate on WGNU. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Who's Just Sophisticate here on WGNU 920 AM. Seth's been in the lab. Seth said my commercials are long. <laughs> He's an idiot. <laughs> well, one one way to to tie to tie up a seven-minute commercial break, it's with the two-minute intro. It is. <sighs> we got all kinds of stuff going on. I wanted to acknowledge yeah, you. something. Uh, Seth was in the lab, and I was in the I was in the lab this morning. And the mad scientist uh, whipped a little something up for you today, Steve. Just a little, just a little gift, just for you. What? It's on your head right now. Oh, thank you. This is my surprise? This is a mad... Yeah, yeah. Totally. I oh. totally gave you a surprise already. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's I, your surprise. Oh, man. This thing's awesome. I'm great. It's great. Thank you. I'm taking it back. Thank you. I'm, Do you I'm guys taking see it back. I've been pimping it a little I'm bit taking it back. Show. I'm taking it back, Steve. You're not going to disrespect me or my workforce mm. like that ever again. Okay. Let's get on to some cannabis news, shall we? Uh, I would love to because that's what we do here. It's what we're passionate about. It's everything. Uh, we're living our dreams, and you guys are helping us live our dreams. Are they not? They are. Like, I, I can't thank you guys enough for helping us do what we do. Like, I, uh, I sound like an idiot, don't I? Like, Always. telling them how great they are. Every day. Um, guys, we talk about the gut. We talk about the brain. We've talked about it before. We've talked about both of them. We've talked about them separately. We've talked about them together. They, you know. Have an effect on one another. Here is how the endocannabinoid system connects your gut and your brain. I wish it was gut and butt. That would have been some nice. It connects your gut and your butt. <laughs> I think those are already pretty well connected just I know. physiologically. Um, okay, so we got the brain and the gut speak the same language. Ethan Russo, medical doctor. It's true. Your gut has a brain. 
The second brain won't help you do a crossword puzzle or remember a password, but its connection to the brain in your head plays a major role in regulating digestion, mood, and your overall health. The gut-brain connection. The body's endocannabinoid system is a network of receptors and enzymes involved in pain sensation, appetite, memory, and mood. Many researchers believe that the ECS, the endocannabinoid system, is the communication link between the gut and the brain that enables them to speak to each other. The ECS interacts with the body's central nervous system, the CNS, and the enteric nervous system. The CNS and the... The ENS. Thank you. The CNS is the brain and the spinal cord. The ENS extends from the esophagus to the rectum. (laughs) Butthole. Am I right, guys? You didn't know that? The NS is called... No, it just has that in the, in the print. The NS is called the second brain because it uses the same receptors, neurons, and neurotransmitters that the CNS does. So the two brains speak the same language. Guys, within the ECS is, is an internal system of cannabinoid receptors, CB1 and CB2, and we've even found out that there could be a CB3. <coughs> These receptors interact with cannabinoids, which are found in hemp, as well as other plants such as black pepper, cloves, hops, ginseng, black truffles, and dark chocolate. What's more, your body actually makes cannabinoids called endocannabinoids, and then they act on these receptors. Guys, it's modulating inflammation. It's regulating digestion. It's, it's regulating okay. communication with your brain. Guys, what's... What, how awesome is this news? How cool is this? CB1, CB2, and possibly CB3. I, was it Wash U? What about a yeah. CB4? Oh, that was a great movie. That Chris was Rock. good. Chris Rock. Chris it Rock. was like a... It was not a good movie. NWA's. Yeah, I remember it, it was... It was supposed to be like too dirty for me. I remember my parents being like, you, so "Have you seen it?" It was probably veiled racism. Now that I think about it, the movie probably wasn't that bad. They were just like, "This kid can't handle it," because that was already hard. Yeah, you were. You were I from the street. Hard, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody's from a street. I was a fifth member of Bone. I was from the State Street. You, God, clown shoe. <laughs> Damn, though. What do you guys think? I think that it makes the argument a lot easier with with prohibitionists to say, "No, no, no." You see, this is actually what we're made of. We are made of all of these compounds. We are what the plants made of. We are made of yep. everything. The homeostasis we talk about just the the things that depend on each other for a a, a vibrant life. Uh, and we're trying to put these roadblocks up. And there's there's all kinds of contributing factors, you know, with with overpopulation and with diet and how things have changed and you know feeding the masses. Comes more processed foods, and so and you're against that. You've uh, you're staunchly against. Uh, oh yeah, let's cull. Masses. I mean, I'd like to see a mass culling. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, just you've take, gone on record saying that. Yeah, I mean, let's get rid of sixty, seventy <laughs> percent. Just really thrive, you know. Uh, you know, Georgia Guidestones for life. You know, uh, but <laughs> we have people that are putting up literal roadblocks um, to to something that's always kind of been a a vital part of our health. Our our cattle used to eat feral hemp. Right, like CBD was something we got naturally through our food, whether it was the milk or you know the the beef that we ate or whatever. Where's the beef? Where the right? beef is? Where's the beef? It's filled with CBD. <laughs> Give me some of that CBD beef. And now, yeah, now we're actually adding it to our food. We're, I know. It's. I mean, it's it's. Which is great. Do that. By Shout the out way. to Fried. We went yeah. had, had a lunch at Fried. It was, was pretty cool. good. CBD infused cool. food. CBD, check them out. Yeah, not too bad. Down on Washington and 14th. Yeah, pretty good. pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. You know, any, anytime stuff like this comes out, uh, just recently, the other day, we, we found ourselves in another uh, you know, debate, quote unquote, an internet debate where people were talking about the dangers. I think it was actually the Chris Long uh, yeah. post was, you know. My boy Timmy Recaps. And uh, I think uh, Alvin Mack was the one that tagged us in it, like, which I, we love, by the way. Thank you, Alvin Mack. Yeah, we love, we love that, you. by the way. You, you Tag guys, us in guys got a Guy's got a question about uh, cannabis. Like, I think we're, we're trying to put ourselves in a position where we can speak on it half intelligently. Um, and there's still this idea. It's very hard to break down uh, what we've been taught, the indoctrination of our youth, you know. Um, we were taught forever that, you know, this is your brain and this is your brain on drugs and and there's there's that stuff. It was clearly just a guy cooking an egg. I didn't fall for that. Totally. Totally. Put, no, that was they your put brain. no production into that. No, it was a girl. It was that real <laughs> cute <laughs> little girl from Johnny She's Depp All did That. It once too, which I think is hilarious that Johnny Depp partook in that because He's kind of like an idol when it comes to consciousness experimentation. Like that guy, he, he never came back. That guy's just 
Captain Jack Sparrow now. That's just what he is. Jenny thinks he stinks. You think so? We, we, no. Just Jenny. Just Jenny thinks he stinks. No, Jenny doesn't stink. Why hey, are you saying mean things? Seth, you found something kind of interesting today. And uh, it was uh, the, the prospect of us creating a big marijuana. A big marijuana. It was a TED Talk, right? A gigantic marijuana. The, the, the hugest of marijuana. I mean, well, and it kind of reminded me of this couple in Seattle that I watched on some documentaries a long time ago, like when it first started becoming a thing. And um, they weren't too excited. This, like, super hippie uh, couple that was selling, you know, growing their own marijuana and selling it, they're like, oh, somebody's just going to come in and. And some big corporation is just going to take it over, swallow regulated, it, and it'll be theirs. So, it, like, it was so funny because it was so happy. They had the music playing, and they had, you know, showing them growing it and and everything, and they were selling it to people. And then they're like, no, I mean, we're not that excited. Somebody's going to come take over this they kind of They kind of <laughs> saw the writing on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that kind of uh, uh, goes along with this little video clip. Do you want to hear this? Yeah, let's let's play it a little bit. I want to hear what the scale is. No, I'm good. She's kind Two of cute. Robust regulation has also given us barriers to entry. So much so that at this point, only a certain type of entrepreneur with a certain amount of money is really participating on a really easy level. Some examples of those barriers to entry are traceability requirements, product tracking requirements, packaging and labeling requirements, land use buffer, landlord requirements. We have financial requirements and criminal background checks. If anybody in here is a convicted felon, don't even waste your time applying to own or operate one of these businesses in most of these states because you will never be eligible to do so. Now, what does this mean? How does this culminate in the industry? What it means is that right now, only the strong are surviving. And who are the strong? Really two groups. Those who are well capitalized and those with deep and vast political connections in order to exert influence. And that begs the question, because now, on both the state and the federal and even the local level, we have pot packs. And God forbid, we actually have pot lobbyists. Yes, that is a job now. So again, it begs the question, is state legal marijuana as a result of robust regulation creating big marijuana? And I posit to you that the answer is yes. So who is big marijuana, right? Who do you run from? Who do you criticize? Where do you invest your money? What is a safe bet in this extremely volatile industry? In my opinion, it's really four main groups, all of which in some way are trying to control and dominate the industry by making it more commercial and industrial than ever. These are no longer people growing weed in their backyard or in their mom's basement. The four groups are states with monopolies that promote anti-competitive behavior, most of the businesses in the recreational cannabis states, ancillary businesses that support the industry but don't touch the product or the plant, and finally, my personal favorite, celebrity pot and brands and endorsements. What do you think about that, Steve-O? I have, we are, I have an interesting question for your you. Your name's Steve? Shut up. Um, <laughs> sorry, Seth. Not, Go ahead, um, Steve. I mean, we're the, we're the ultimate deciders. We get to pick. I, they're right, though, that that barrier of entry is there. I think it's dog crap. I think it's complete and utter dog crap. Two, I know Missouri's a little different. You can have a felony. Uh, uh, it, there, there has to be a certain amount of time that has passed. Every weed charge ever should be expunged totally. should be done every every bit of that should it should be done yeah and the weed could have led to other things oh man he, uh, my, my roommate in college my buddy's roommate got caught with weed and mushrooms he got caught with weed his, his buddy got caught with mushrooms the mushrooms were like oh my god this kid had mushrooms that's a felony and oh he's gonna get kicked out of mizzou and oh my god like it became <laughs> this huge thing to think about it like it's decriminalized in in denver now we're finding out that it helps like oh this kid took a little bit and did better on his test scores get that away from him yeah he thinks for himself oh god better he's realizing that college is a big money grab scam that their endowments are bigger than craig's ego (laughs) you know it's it's crazy man I, i hate big anything like, I'm the guy who's like, I hate big pharma, I hate big tobacco, I hate them all. But I'm a participant. I'm in there in the doing – I support – I drink Coca-Cola, you know what I mean? Like You're I, literally I, drinking a Pepsi, a Wild Cherry Pepsi right now. I usually do, though. You What's pointed – yeah, but you pointed to it and said Coca-Cola. Well, it's a bigger conglomerate. I just wanted to make a point. I don't, um, I don't know. Pepsi's right there. Pepsi's right there. So this, this, this ties in because I feel like uh, – Seth, did you want to ask me your question real quick? You need them, right? Well, I was just going to say, as a libertarian, Craig, yes. you like pr- anything privatized. Yes. So we keep it privatized. But, like, how do you 
you know, prevent okay. well, a big the, guy the, from coming this and crushing. Tie, this ties in perfectly. Because ties th- in there absolutely was, perfectly. There will still be the mom and pop weed shop. So, right? so the the main point I think she's making there is uh, what what does regulation get us? Well, it gets us a, a better knowledge of our product. Um, probably, uh, you know, there's obviously more control of it, keeping it out of youth's hands or anything like that. But it's also going to drive the price up. Yeah. Well, this is this can be painted on anything, and I think it's something that uh, people that are small government minded can can use because I, I cannabis is the great connector. Cannabis is the great connector between all of us, right? Um, people on the right, people on the left, users on both sides. People that want small government, people that want bigger government, they want bigger government programs. We find out, and it's happening in California right now, the more and more regulations that the government is putting on the industry, the more it squeezes out little people, and that's when these conglomerates come in and start buying things up. So my, I think Steve's ultimate goal, he's made it abundantly clear on here uh, uh, several times, and I, and I wish I you know, I'm, I'm totally there too. It's just never going to happen. It's just outright decriminalization. It's just legal. You can grow yeah. as much as you want. It's an open marketplace. That's never, ever, 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 ever going to happen. It's not going to happen. However, I love when you if, say that. If that market happened, or if that if that market were to take place, Jim down the street, you just have a you have a personal relationship with him. Now, granted, there wouldn't be as much profit in in the growers, and and the market then starts favoring the people who are just better, who are just growing a better product, offering a better product. Now, there's there's something to be said for people that already have huge amounts of money can be better at the game and- out the gate. But if there's not all of these regulations, there's a lot more people that can be pulled out of the bottom into they, – they can start carving their own niche. They can start creating their own fan bases and make – or customer bases and making it uh, um, a more personal experience. Oh, hey, I like that strain that he grows and he does it so well and it makes me feel good. Not as much regulation, probably not as much knowledge about the plants, not not really be able to um, – and people would definitely game it. You know, There would be people who would say, hey, I'm growing this, and they're not growing that. So yeah. believe me, the regulation is nice, but I want to see as little regulation as possible, and I think that is what necessary. ultimately levels – I, I think that yeah, as necessary. Yeah, uh, no, not as possible, but the as necessary, necessary. regulations. There are necessary regulations. Th- things things that can assure us, you know, what we're growing that we're that we're not smoking chemicals. Can that or be a private chemicals. deal. That totally. That? Yeah, there could absolutely be. I mean, I mean the, those those companies already exist. Yeah, you yeah, know, they do. But then they're bidding on contracts through the state. Yeah. We just we saw that recently. The the tracking system that the state of Missouri uh, settled on at, at first, like there was a huge backlash on that. I'm not sure where that stands right now because okay. I think it was kind of in the air. But um, but there are people that were in markets that already exist to say, man, we've used this and it has been so cumbersome and yeah. it has made doing business so difficult. Um, there's a lot of things. Uh, Dr. Mimi Vo talked at the Project 422 420 event. She was talking about how you know if the state is going to require doctors to uh, to send off all of these people's uh, um, y- y- uh, recommendations oh, yeah. like that doctors are already hiring people to take notes uh, during their meetings to, to, so to do all of this work. stuff. there's so much more work and so much more employees that are going to have to be involved rather than the doctor writing the recommendation and the patient themselves being the ones that are responsible for turning it into the state okay so is our girl trying to say you know it's kind of it's bs that it costs so much to get into the industry i i, I think what she's what she's part saying, of it and it goes goes a little bit further is it's not so much yeah maybe but but the it's just it just is the fact that it costs so much to get in is automatically it's going to disqualify a huge swath yeah. of people isn't that the way with with, with a lot of business with everything though, and that's yeah. that's what i was getting at is this is a this is a great marrying point for people to see what overregulation does yeah. in all industries this doesn't just apply to cannabis but because both sides of the aisle are so engaged with this What's, particular topic they can see how it directly affects an industry that they're passionate about but this happens in every industry and then what happens guess what yeah facebook uh, they want net neutrality facebook wants it harder for uh, innovators that are writing apps they're they're going to go in and they're going to buy a whatsapp or they're going yeah. It makes more sense for them to consume technology that could possibly put them out of business and buy it up rather than – and this has gone back since the beginning of time. Bigger steel companies, better – you know, they buy smaller steel companies. They could they, even you – know, they could This goes too. back forever, but there's one constant, and that is um, as the mega rich, they're always be like, yeah, sure, tax us more. Yeah, sure. You know, well, they're, they're, they're big, uh, uh, you know, uh, Democratic donors or whatever, Silicon Valley being being – a, a huge culprit of that, and it's because it 
it it it takes it doesn't it takes a level playing field and skews it in their favor. Huge. They can afford all of the regulations. They can pay yeah. the higher taxes. Yeah. They'll still find a way to cheat it gotcha. because their people are better yeah. than the people we have writing it, and they move quicker to find loopholes. Yeah. I mean, you write a bill, and to get it passed through Congress, it takes so long, and there are two thousand pages of nonsense. We can't do single issue voting for yeah. anything, which is ridiculous. ridiculous. But. The bigger the company gets, yeah, the Walmarts and all of these huge conglomerates, yeah, sure, regu- regulate yeah. the hell out of the industry yeah. so that Joe Johnson can never open yeah. up his little corner store and do his thing. He can never afford to enter into the business. That is a, that's applicable to things so much more than cannabis, but it's something we should be aware of. Big cannabis is a thing. In, in California, their black market is bolstered. So, so that's what happens. The legal market becomes consumed by these huge whales, right? Oh, but, but the, the black, black market, market thrives, thrives, baby. Thrives because there is such uh, – because they've given out – like Oregon, for instance, they've given out so many licenses to cultivate yeah. that they have a huge surplus. Well, only so much of it can be moved in, you know, you can't through move the legal market. Yeah, you, you can't cross a state line with it, so, guys. You know, it's, we've got to find the middle ground there. I think Missouri – I think the people that wrote um, – you know uh, the the new approach measure. I think that they were very mindful of uh, yeah. some things that were working and, and were kind of egregious and whatnot. But they're still the same. There's still people that are set up to do a lot better throughout this process than others, naturally, because they 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 wrote how it should go. Um, if it was just straight up just a, the wild west out here, eh, the quality of our medicine and our ability to say what was what our medicine was being treated with goes down significantly. Um, but the ability for people to just uh, you know. Uh, participate in a free free market with one another would would you well, know we're seeing be with, exponential with the uh, with the advent of uh products like the the purple when are we going to have all of the control yeah like everybody can grow i grew you grow this there look i can i this machine will tell you everything you ever wanted to know about this mm-hmm. the dna strain in this cannabis sure. plant and it's a. I think we need we need. There all are types. free market solutions, yes. right? There are ways where if if that was a true concern, where it's like, okay, man, this thing's just wide open. Everybody can can make their way in this thing. Okay, well, I have to do something to safeguard myself and my potential patients, or the or the people that I'm growing for as a caregiver, or you know, yeah, when yeah. it opens up to adult use. I can I can test that by something that somebody else created in the free market. Where do, where do the regulations stop in a perfect well, world? Well, they don't. They don't. That's the thing. That's, is yeah, yeah. we have we have we talk about shadow governments kind of tongue in cheek, but it's a real thing. Yeah, man. you the make bureaucracy like regulations is so regulations. deep in everything. And there's and this guy's checking on this guy's checking on this guy, but this guy's checking on this. It's this big circle jerk. Yeah, you know. So interesting, man. No, I think Missouri, knowing the people that we know and have talked to, and hearing how they, you know, and maybe they're all giving us the BS answers, but it seems like Missouri's doing such an incredible job um without all the cronyism and i mean you see the the uh the guys um <clears throat> what's a fraker like you, you hear him talk he's just trying to do his best with the dhs and and get out there uh, get online get on the dhss's website um and they're looking for suggestions we have the ability to help mold this like that's the awesome thing about missouri you can get on there and say hey we, we need to think about this and it's very cool to see the people who are going to grow and that's what i was going to say for this lady uh her her uh, TED talk. She was a lawyer, by the way, okay. in Washington. Okay. And it's an 18-minute TED Talk. You, I, I encourage you guys to go check it out. It's pretty cool. I encourage people to check that out. I also encourage people that if you think it's too pricey to get into the cannabis game, figure something out. Find, like, find where you fit in. Yes, because there is a spot for you somewhere. Like these giant hemp fields, they're going to make – it's going to be a, an unreal – Craig keeps talking about it. Like it's going to be the boon of boons to get hemp fields. Like, the processors, man. The processors oh. is where it's at. And there's not many places to no. do it. No. So if you can get a job there, there are so many things. There's going to be – it's going to open up the art world. When I mean, it makes sense, see- when there's enough of a yield that, that hempcrete becomes a thing that makes sense to create, because right now it's like, okay, we could make some of it, but, man, that hacks into a crop that could be worth a lot more, yep. you know, over here doing this. Yep. Uh, but as more and more, as we open it up and allow more people to grow that, man, like – it becomes like this self-sustaining microeconomy that's happening, where they're creating, you know, uh, alternatives to to hardwood paper and like it's I said, hempcrete and every. I mean, hemp has a million uses. You can make it fuel. I would steer away from making it fuel because purple just like with corn, punch. like you're gonna you're gonna just reap the soil. Rope, purple sticky punch. We got a little text on the text line here. <laughs> what an effing crybaby! Look at Oregon. Thanks, Slamalama. I think that's our guy, isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> Who's going crybaby? I don't know. I think me, maybe. I don't know. Maybe the gal. Well, forget him. Know. Stop texting him. Yeah, stop yeah. texting into the show. That's how you're going to be. You're going to be all negative. Eight eight zero zero eight zero eight. Tiffany J says no requires background. Uh, no re- Mo requires background checks. I'm pretty sure no felons. Oh, Mo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so don't touch the product or plant. That's coming from our old buddy, uh, Roman McNew. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, and that's why a black market still exists in legal states coming from Kenny Boy. No doubt about it. No uh, doubt about it. I'm going to have to double check the felon issue. Thanks, Tiffany. I'm reading these uh, on the go here. Okay. <laughs> so when you do your research, please have your research ready. Guys, if you're going to comment on the show, okay, Tiffany, have your research ready. Gosh darn it. We love you guys. So uh, we're gonna we're up against it on a break, guys. I want to remind you, like I don't know, maybe you have a uh, maybe you have a, a teenage driver, you know, yeah. or you know, a family that you care about, sure. or uh, you know, you you want to make sure that uh, your death isn't uh, isn't a debit on somebody else's life, you know, yeah. just the very act of having to bury you or cremate you is just going to set yeah. someone back. I had a stranger walk up to me today and say, "No one will miss you when you are gone," which means I was like, at first I was taking Did you get back. his number. I'd like to. First, first thought, I was like, that's creepy, and I don't like that. But after I thought, I was like, maybe I'll outlive everybody. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you got that going for you. If any of those things sound like they, they apply to your world, I would love for you to call James Carlton State Farm. He's the best insurance agent in the game. He's going to make sure you're sufficiently covered. We wish he was our dad. I do. 314-961-4800. CarltonInsurance.net. This is Hoosier Fiskin on WGNU 920 AM. On the other side of the break, I don't know. We're going to go down the rabbit hole for a little bit. Oh, we are. Uh, We got a a little uh, new game, the Conspiracy Theory game. It's a special edition. Oh, that's the rabbit hole. Yep. Rabbit hole special edition. (laughs) The Squeege coming back with the rabbit hole.